0: Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 123. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell.
1: Alright. It is just now dusk. The sun is setting. Jimmy has his boys. He's got like an armored personnel carrier kind of thing uh, on wheels. I have a question. Yes.
0: Very frequently, these troops are referred to as boys. Yes. And I'm just wondering whether there are also women in power armor among the raiders.
1: Give me a perception check. Two purples. You can get one blue dye from Lily, we'll say. Successful triumph. One or two of his marines are women. And uh, if you bring up with Jim Rayner that he's calling them his boys, he's like, well, that's just a general neutral term. I used to be from the Confederacy. That's just the word we use, he insists. There are a number of women on his like engineering staff who are like, they're sort of they're helping you outfit these suits, these kind of things. They're repairing. He's got a couple of ultra bikes uh, that are going to assist with this. Do you have ideas on your triumph?
0: If there's something else I could have noticed, maybe like looking over the, all the stuff, one of the vulture bikes has some sort of comms array on it or whatever. That Like some piece of equipment that can assist our spoofing type job. Oh. Like they don't really need for the type of job that they're about to go do.
1: Yes, actually. Some of the Marines, uh, one of the few female Marines who she's a, uh, doesn't look too different from Lily. Like, she has shaved her head, but she's tall. She's tough. Uh, She's, like, finishing up a poker game. Already in her power armor, because she's got to be ready to go. Does she have a cigar? Yeah, she's got a cigar. You know, because that's what you do when you're in your power armor. That's what those boys do. (laughs) They're playing their poker, but they have a, like, Dominion-branded radio right there. And they're just, like, using it to listen to whatever music station they can get here. But you recognize that, like, no, that's a Dominion-branded radio that might have some interfaces that can help us get in.
0: So do I need to win a hand of poker to acquire the radio?
1: You do not, actually. Because, like, Jimmy calls out, like, all right, boys, let's roll out. And, like, he looks at her, like, all right, folks, let's roll out. I'll I'll try it out. Uh, She, like, blows out some smoke, visor down. But they they abandon the table. Ah. The radio's just there.
0: I pocket the
1: radio. Yeah, clearly, they stole it from the Dominion, and you're helping out the mission. They're not, hey, that's my rating. No, they don't care.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, yep, they roll out. They got the APC. They're going in uh, lights off, so they can try to get the jump on them. At first, that's where they're counting on your sensors. Uh, you will also be flying, like, lights off. So you're flying on instruments only.
2: They need sensor stuff from us, but we also need to take the command center down before they start. They
1: want you to take out the comms tower. Right. Like, jam it, and if you can, spoof a signal. They're taking out the command center. Oh. So you shouldn't have to shoot anything directly, but maybe someone inside the comms tower might give you trouble.
2: How big is the command tower?
1: The comms tower is part of the starport. It's small. There's probably only, like, one or two people in it. To spoof, you'll probably have to, like, be in there itself but you can fly and land on the starboard right there.
2: almost sounds like it might be easier just to take control of the comm tower and install somebody to send the right signals.
1: That might work, but then the Dominion will still be in literal control of the ground. And it's going to be hard for you to get and land on the starboard without Jimmy's boys causing a ruckus downstairs.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't... Assuming that's the primary communication from the, the planet out.
1: The off-planet comms all go through there.
2: We can spoof it, and then if they can take out enough of the infrastructure, then they can have control of the command tower and tell them whatever they want.
1: Yeah, hypothetically. That is kind of like the longer-term goal.
2: Okay, okay. Lily's catching up.
1: Sounds good. Uh, So, because you're flying without... You're flying on instruments only at night, I would like to start off an average pilot check, and at the same time... Or an average pilot check with two Blacks. Mm -hmm. and at the same time an average perception check yeah with two blacks
2: and knack for it cancels out both blacks yes
0: so is the perception check imogen's job
1: yeah i think so And this is like you using the sensors to supply jimmy's boys and like alert them if there's a dominion patrol and they need to stop and wait and other things
0: do i get one or two blues from how close is
1: it i think you get one you're at another station inside the ship but you are not literally back to back
2: Two successes and two advantages on the piloting.
1: You are going to get a blue die when you have to land on this starboard.
0: Three successes on the perception.
1: Okay. Yes, you are able to see that it's a clear path right up until you get to Marsara City. Uh, So you can relay this down to Jimmy's boys, and he's going to be able to drive that APC right up to it and start causing ruckus. He calms you two. He's like, now we're going to make our move in there, and I need you to start jamming as soon as you can. And make a beeline for that comms tower. Give me the go-ahead when you've uh, managed to take it over. You got it, Jimmy. Because that's when we'll move, fully move into the city. Otherwise, just we can pass it off as a raid. Uh, takes a couple minutes. His guys all like hop out of the APC. And he you hear, like, he tells you, all right, we're going in. He starts blasting. You hear a lot of gunfire. Uh, there's some Dominion troopers firing back, but they seem to be outnumbered at the moment. Uh, and you know where the comms tower is, I would like an average pilot check uh, with one black die as well to, like, zoom up there and land on their narrow landing strip. Okay. Uh, You were going to jam things? Yep. That'll be computers.
2: Why?
1: Because that's definitely a computer skill to jam radios. But is it convenient? Oh.
0: I think it would be highly convenient.
1: Yeah, that would be enough to, like, cause a a momentary comm interference.
2: Pilot check, five successes, and one threat.
1: Uh, Saffron takes some strain. You, like, bang it up for a little bit, and then you are able to get a landing. Okay. As they're, like, they're shouting at you on the comms, like, You do not have clearance to land! What is this? We're under attack! Not right now! it then... But then...
0: And then... Very- oh, we have an EMP!
1: Oh, that would help, too. But how convenient.
0: Six succeeds.
1: Huh. As they're, like, shouting at you, like... Breaking up... Uh, Zimujin, you're, like, recording things on a the sensor. There seems to be a, a solar storm.
0: Oh, how convenient.
1: Reflected off the moon, because it's nighttime, Uh, that's going to be taking calms down for a little while. One of the famous Marsara lunar storms. Yep, happens every, uh, 13 years.
0: You know, once the Protoss glass a planet, who knows what freakish things will happen.
1: That is very true. Nobody really knows. Uh, Jimmy tries to call up, but he can't reach you. Because of the solar flare? Because of the solar flare. Well, that's less
0: convenient. Can't you just call
2: on the phone?
1: Or is that... Well, there's no wire between. Oh. Uh, But you still, I presume, want to get in there and, like, take over the comm tower. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're on the little station. There's just, you know, up the tower, there's probably, like, one or two folks up there. There's lights on. Give me a, both of you, three purple perception check. Or you can do it combined, if you like.
2: We should do it combined. Okay. Do you want to roll that one? I've got the two ranks still. And we can get really close together.
1: Yeah. Two ranks, two blues. Success with one threat. You can just barely make out two figures up in the comm tower. Like, it's all lit up against the dark sky. It looks like they're on the radio of some kind, trying to shout, and then they throw it down to frustration. They're clearly looking down at you, trying to, like, wave and tell you, like, get out of here kind of motions. How far away are they? <sighs> they're probably long range.
0: Is that enough
2: to yell
1: up? That's enough to yell, but they're, like, inside a glass enclosure. They might not be able to hear you.
2: Ah. I was wondering if Imogen could convince them that we're there for some other reason.
0: I start waving my arms to try to get their attention.
1: Like, they see you. They're trying to tell you to go.
0: I know. I know. I want them to know that I see them. Yeah. And I, like, this is all going to be, like, pantomime. Okay. Like I'm pointing, like, in the direction where, like, Jimmy's troops are coming in, and I want to look, like, all frantic, like... As if we are here to, like, alert them that there's radars coming. Right. Our science must detect
1: this. Yeah. I would like a deception check. I'm spending a story point. So that's a red and a purple. There are three blacks with this to try to communicate this in this way. The lying charades. Because it's also dark.
2: I mean, we could light up Imogen. Is that what you want?
0: Shine I have a flashlight on me? All right. Well... I have a knack for deception, so I guess sort of two of them at least. Okay. I
1: succeed with an advantage. Successive advantage, you can recover a strain. You you look frantic, Harried. The, the guy's just like fine, it's like come on in kinda of thing. Like and you there's the at the bottom of the tower there's a little door and there was like a little red light and it flicks to green.
2: Go, 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 go. We go. Got my gun ready.
1: Yep. You run in. As you're running in, you can just see them still like frantically trying to do things in the tower, but you get into the tower. It is all the way up the stairs if you want to go into the room. Are you sneaking? Are you running up?
0: Uh, my plan is to run up the stairs, like, talking a mile a minute about, like, what forces we observed in order to continue this charade that we are here to help them.
1: Okay. You get in. They hear the door uh, down there. A the door opens, like, at the top. You can hear before, like, you even... You just get at the bottom, I should say. At the top, door opens. Guy shouts down, like, you're crazy to be flying out there. We're under attack. Just, hold, just stay down there. Stay safe. We're trying to, we got a problem with the comms.
0: And I'm, like, shouting about, like, like, you know, we observed the full bulk of their forces. Like, you need to know what you're dealing with. Like, blah, 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 blah,
1: blah, Okay. Give me another deception check. Two purples and two blacks.
0: Which I remove. Yep. I have one threat, but I succeed.
1: Okay. Think, oh, crap. We gotta let the garrison know. That guy, he starts running down the stairs. Uh, he's like, "We got to, we got to let the garrison know." And like, you're like running up the stairs at the same time. Uh huh. He's like, "No, what, what are you doing? Just, just stay down here. You'll be safer down here. If you're, you're a target. If you're up in the comms tower, stay at the bottom. Much safer." And he's like trying to get around you. I look at Imogen
2: because I could just grab him and try to choke him out.
0: Do whatever. Trip him. Toss him over a railing. I don't care.
1: Uh, give me a brawl check. All right. Just two purples. I'll even give you a blue die, because he's not expecting this. But I'll give you a black die, because you're on the stairs. It's a little bit more awkward.
2: Yeah. Brawl, I don't use that very often. Except
1: for with bears.
2: And Protoss. (laughs) And Zerg. Uh, One success and three advantages.
1: One success and three advantages. How do you want this guy to go down? Like, he just kind of trips, and he's out? Or...
2: No, I guess I don't know how big the space is, but I'm guessing it's a stairwell, so... It's pretty confined. Probably I'm going to have to actually grab him and choke him out. Okay,
1: you grab him and choke him out. And
2: if I can keep it quiet, then...
1: I think with three advantages, yeah, you can definitely do that. He chokes for a second, you catch him and (laughs) choke him out. He's like, oh, I gotta... (sighs) And he's, he's out.
0: I'm, like, clanking up the stairs, so, like, I'm making noise to cover your activity. Yeah okay
1: yeah he's gonna be out for a little while
2: okay and i'll disarm him is he armed
1: he has a small pistol
2: then yeah i'll disarm him i don't know if we have anything to tie him up or if he's
1: um i'm not sure if you that you do actually
2: right, is imogen still there
1: i could no, or I'm... is
2: there like a oh we're in the stairs
1: yeah there's a first aid kit on the wall
0: ace bandage
1: uh if you want to spend a story point, you can have something, like some nice rope or zip ties or something that you might tie him up with.
0: Yeah,
2: I do. Okay. Maybe there's just something in the stairwell that's like an electrical kit or something with some zip ties.
1: Uh there's like a super long extension cord
2: that you can tie him up with. Oh sure. Or a fire hose?
1: Yeah. Uh give me a skullduggery check to tie him up.
2: Skullduggery, or would that be like survival
1: or is that a Ooh. I don't know what knots are. It's. I feel like it's a criminal thing. Sure. So I feel like it's skullduggery. Yeah, you, you need to restrain this person.
2: Okay, so what's the difficulty on it? I think just
1: average. Two successes. Two successes. Okay, I mean, he's out cold too. He's not struggling. You tie him up, take the two ends of the extension cord, you know, plug them into each other. Why not?
2: <laughs>
1: but you start bounding up the stairs then. Yeah. You catch up with Imogen, who is going up the stairs, uh, but she's not as swift as you are.
2: I want to look at her. She seems like she wants to go ahead first. I am
0: no. continuing to, like, talk to the, whoever's up above.
2: Okay, so then I won't step in front of her, but Bye. I want to stay with her. Okay.
1: As you're getting close to the top, uh, Imogen, you hear the other uh, person inside. She responds to you like, ma'am, I just need you to calm down. Stay outside. We're, Dominion's in control. We're, we're going to take care of it. Okay. She can be shouting that before she sees me. Yeah, the the door is, like, closed still.
0: The door is closed?
1: It's not necessarily locked, but there's a door at the top. Okay. At the top of the stairwell, there's a door.
0: I have no idea where we are. Like, in my mind, we're going up some wrought iron spiral staircase to a platform.
1: Think of, like, a stairwell, like, in our office building or something like that, where you go up one side, go... There's a small platform, and then up the other way, and a small platform, and up the other way.
2: The walls are kind of a shiny gray.
1: Yes. There's pipes around...
0: So are there other floors here?
1: No, there are not other floors. This is just a calm tower. Okay. uh, And it's not handicap accessible.
0: Well, I have a plan. When I get to the top, I can kick open that door. Okay. How wide is this building? Is this building short range wide?
1: It is probably short range wide, yes. Okay. You kick open the door, the room will be short range. Okay. That person on there, they're way too frantic to really worry about what's going on with you, so they're just trying to tell you to stay calm. Citizen. Yeah.
0: All right, well, that's when I shoot them.
1: You kick open the door and shoot them? Yep. I would like you to make a cool check against their vigilance, though.
0: Even though you just said that they were not paying attention to me.
1: You will get a blue die on this. You don't get a free surprise attack, no. Because you do have to open the door.
0: Can I get another blue die? Because I have successfully maintained my deception this whole time?
1: Yes. It is your cool versus their vigilance, which I will spend a story point, is a red and a purple.
0: Alright, I have five... Successes.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, then yes, you get the shot off before they have time to react. Okay. This is with the emoji stun.
0: Uh, no, it is not the emoji stun because I am not very good at shooting that.
1: You are a cold-blooded killer.
0: No, that is not correct.
1: What are you shooting with?
0: I am doing a hamstring shot.
1: Oh, cold-blooded injurer.
0: I am a always shooting things out of people's hands type person. And that is what I'm going to do now.
1: Okay, I dig it.
0: Because the mechanic of it is that it immobilizes somebody. I see, I see. Alright, short range. I am going first. I am not taking time to aim because I am doing this as soon as I get the door open. Yep. And I am using a story point.
1: They do not have any defense nor any adversary.
0: I am still using a story point because I am not very agile. Okay. Hamstring shot does not increase the difficulty.
1: Does it cost strain?
0: No. It does half the damage of what would normally be done, but it's, its goal is to immobilize somebody. Three successes.
1: Okay. What is your actual damage then? Divide by two. Five. Okay, so that's still a nasty hit on someone who's not wearing armor.
0: Well, but I assume they have like two brawn or whatever. They get their
1: base two soak, it's true. Uh, but still three, a significant scratch for a non-combatant.
0: So essentially shoot their hand away from the control panel that they're working on.
1: They're immobilized right now. Yes. Right? Yeah. I think it makes more sense if you shoot, like, their leg.
0: I guess I was thinking, like, they jerk back and they're, like, stunned, essentially. Okay.
1: Mechanically, how long are they mobilized for?
0: It's until the end of their next turn. Okay. But, like, this gives Lily time to do something.
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, you shoot them, like, in the arm. Oh, God, no! The Raiders are here! The Raiders are here! Like, she has stepped away from the console, bleeding all over. Oh god, I gotta let them know. I gotta they're, they're in the calm tower. There's a scratch. She's not a soldier. She's freaking out. <laughs> uh, she makes a cool check Oh, that. She's under attack by raiders right now. She's not wrong. Yeah, she's freaking out. That is what she spends her turn doing. Lily, you rush up. Woman is freaking out, bleeding everywhere. And I'm spending a story point. You hear over the radio uh Marsar, we noticed that there's a interference it seems uh can you just repeat can you clarify everything's okay over there
2: what can lily do Lily's not really the talker but maybe she can knowledge tearing her way through it
1: yeah you might not have to lie right now but you probably need to deal with something quickly before this person has a chance to react
2: yeah she's not
1: there is a pistol at her side but she is not yeah
2: i'm actually gonna go grab her and well you know what i have a gun you do have a gun I'll just point it at her. I look at Imogen.
1: Make a coercion check. I will give you two blue dice because you've shot her but not killed her. So who knows what you might be capable of.
2: Yeah, then I will say to her,
1: um... Like, don't move or don't say anything or tell them everything's fine. No, she doesn't trust her for that. Get on the ground. Hands on your head. Well, let me see what it sounds like. How hard is it? Uh, her... This is against her Discipline. I feel like it's probably just two purples. You get two blue dice. <laughs> two advantages on a failure. So I say, I don't know. I,
2: I look at Imogen. Get down?
1: Uh, so I think it's like she is still like freaking out. She's not like fully processing that you're threatening her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she just knows you two are raiders.
2: Lily's not super coercive.
1: Potentially you can give a blue die to whatever Imogen does. Because it is Imogen's turn next. Yeah. Repeat, Marsara, is everything okay there?
0: Does it have to be Imogen's turn, or can it be Lily's turn again?
1: Oh, that is true. It could be Lily's turn again.
0: Like, can Imogen just snap at Lily, like, restrain her?
1: That is a possibility, yes. It certainly can be Lily's turn again at its top of the round. I realize we have not been super formal rounds here.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can totally do that. I think Lily was like, what are we doing? Are we shooting?
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're looking at me for prompting, and I issue an order to restrain her.
2: You know what? Got it. And Lily goes to grapple her.
1: Okay. Give me a brawl check. You get a blue die from previously yelling her. Just kind of slightly stunning her.
2: And it's two purples, or is it harder?
1: It is just two purples.
2: One success and one advantage.
1: All right. So you got her in like a, a full Nelson kind of position. Unless there's some specific means in which she wish to have her, like covering her mouth or something. I guess it does matter if she yells. The comm line, you don't know if, like, it's voice activated or if she has to, someone has to flip a switch to respond.
2: Yeah, then I'll cover her mouth.
1: Okay. She's still definitely freaking out. It is her turn. You have just grabbed her. This person has shot her. Oh my god, she's going to die. She will try to break free. Yeah. Using her amazing two brawn. What is your brawl skill?
2: My brawl, I have two ranks in it, so it's two yellows and a
0: green.
1: Okay. Uh, She squirms a bit, but is not able to break free. And Imogen, it is your turn.
0: I step up to the radio, and I give it a quick look over, and I want to know whether it has any, like, teletype-type option.
1: Oh. To just respond in text if... Yeah. uh, If you spend a story point, then yes.
0: I'll do that. Okay. And I, I will type back, like solar flare glitch rebooting system now.
1: Everything's fine? Okay, we're all fine here.
0: Do you need, like, a mechanics type check for, like, convincing technical language? Do you need, like, a deception check for, like, typing?
1: No, no, no. I was gonna say, like, either a skullduggery or a knowledge terran to send, like, this kind of fake status. Okay. Difficulty? Two purples and two blacks. Because there are certain, like, protocols when reporting these things, and if you don't follow those, it looks suspicious.
0: I'll use a story point. Failure with one advantage.
1: Okay, you get back over the teletype. Like, we're getting your sensor readouts, like, Storm should have passed by now. Do we need to send repair crew? How much dialogue am I allowed to do at this point? I think you've got this woman restrained. You don't need to... The combat portion is over.
0: Okay. Um, Can I tie her up or whatever?
1: Yes, give me uh, another two purple skull degree.
0: Do they have uniforms with, like, their names on the...
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do.
0: All right. What was the other guy's name? Ross. Or, never mind. What's what's this person's name? Wilson. Okay. So I type in, and I'm like, negative. Wilson's gone to take care of it.
1: Okay. That, I would like a deception check. This is a red, a purple, and a black. So I'm spending a point.
0: Can I get a blue die for insider information?
1: Yes. Yes, you can.
0: Two successes, two advantages.
1: Okay. In that case, the response you get back is like, excellent work, Officer Ross. Glad to see you're, you're trusting Wilson. She's. I'm glad that you admit that she's a better mechanic than you, finally. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing.
0: Uh, and I type back like, I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> uh, there's no response.
0: This went better than I aming with Neiman did.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did.
2: Neiman's a little bit sneakier, though.
1: Yeah, so you have fooled them for as far as you need to do with, uh, with Jim Rayner's group. They'll take over long-term.
2: I did not tie her up, apparently. It's different when they're wiggling, freaking
1: out. I mean, you just kind of hold her. Yeah. Just kind of freaking out a little bit. Oh my God, what are you going to do to me? Gosh, you're going to sell me to the Zerg, aren't you? I hear that's what you do. You're in league with the Zerg, aren't you?
0: If I'm finished with talking to the comms things, I will turn around and address her questions.
1: Just just make it quick if you got to do it.
0: We're not going to... Sell you to the
1: Zerg? Oh god, you're just gonna throw me to the Zerg for fun then?
0: There's no Zerg involved.
1: I've seen the reports. I know that Jim Rayner is actually a lovesick slave of the the Queen of Blades.
0: Are you talking about reports or are you talking about tabloids?
1: I know where the real data is.
0: I tell her that as long as she doesn't interfere with what we're doing at the comm tower, that uh, she'll be fine.
1: I would like a coercion check, I think. There's an implied threat here. That's fair. Uh, I will say a purple and a red. I'll spend another story point.
2: Do you want me to squeeze her a little bit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take a blue dye. She's still bleeding everywhere.
0: I have a triumphant success.
1: Okay. She is compliant. Is there some piece of hardware in here that you want to find useful? Well, We need to spoof. Well, you've, you've taken care of that. Okay.
0: Great, but if there's something in here that can help Rainer's long-term goal... Yes. Of the Dominion not knowing that something has interfered with the regular course of business. So if there's, like, they keep tape around that we can, like, mm. repeat the standard, you know. Yes. Or there's, like, a playbook or whatever so that one of Rainer's people can just take this position and, like, send the messages at the times that are expected.
1: Yes, there, there absolutely is, like, a binder full of detailed instructions because Wilson was just finishing her training. Ah, so she very recently became certified as a fully as a uh, communications officer. So you've got that full detailed, surprisingly useful information about like exactly when you need to do what you're supposed to say, got some examples, what to do if things go wrong, those kind of things.
2: OK, is there a shift schedule or anything in this
0: place?
1: Uh, yeah, there it looks like there's a shift of eight people, two at a time.
0: You make a note of their names and uh, deliver the roster to the, the Raiders, just like in the old days.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, we're full service, aren't we?
1: <laughs> I would like two purple vigilance checks from each of you.
0: Two advantages.
1: You got a firm grip on this one.
0: Two successes.
1: Someone's coming up the stairs.
0: All right, since Lily passed to be restraining Wilson, I will step to the like the door and kind of like poke it just a little bit and i'll have my gun
1: like ready for when the door opens
0: well i will push it open a little bit so i can look down the stair
1: oh oh you open the door a little bit okay okay right.
0: but i want my gun is ready
1: your gun is ready okay yes you had successes so someone's coming halfway up the stairs you can see there's raw oh no ross is tied up that's right
0: i was envisioning him kind of like hopping up the stairs like bound
1: Hang on, I my apologies, I completely forgot he was tied up and didn't just leave.
2: Yeah, I choked him out and then I tied him up so he wouldn't leave.
1: <laughs> yep, 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 you're totally right.
0: It's just a mouse.
1: Okay, but he didn't actually succeed his check to break free. It took him a little bit of time. So he's very surprised when he wakes up all tied up. And he's trying to be kind of quiet, but you heard him. And you crack open the door. And yet there's someone, you catch a glimpse of Ross... And he's, like, hidden behind one of the stairs at the moment, but he's trying to come up. All right. What do you do?
0: I make a coercion check. What do you say? I say that if he doesn't want to end up like Wilson, that he's going to, like, lay down on the staircase, hands behind his head. (laughs) He
1: doesn't know what happened to Wilson. He doesn't know what happened to Wilson. (laughs) Just two purples, I think. He doesn't really have a lot of discipline. But you don't have to jump on him at this moment.
0: I have three successes.
1: Lay down on the stairs. Ooh. He sees the gun. Here's some gunfire outside. He does not have a gun, because I have it. You took his gun. That is true. He kind of starts kneeling. He's like, It's Wilson! It's Wilson! Are you in there? Are you okay? Do you still have her mouth covered? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you do not let Wilson respond. He's like, how, how, how can I trust you? He's like, Kneeling down. His hands are up. I don't know. You won't just kill me right here on the stairs.
0: I point out that I have not shot him yet. Right. Like, he starting to kneel down. I didn't just cap him.
1: That is true. You don't have a great line of sight on him at this moment to shoot him. Uh, it would be like an awkward shot through some stairs.
0: And we didn't shoot him earlier.
1: That is true. Okay.
0: Like, we left him out. You know
1: what? Like, give me a charm check, actually. Because I do have a knife. <laughs> I don't even have to use ammo. That is true. <laughs> uh, give me a red and a purple. A little bit better at avoiding being flustered.
0: Success and two advantages.
1: Uh, you know what, you convinced him, like, well, I could have killed you and I didn't. I could be shooting you right now and I'm not.
0: Despite what you might have heard about Raiders.
1: Look, it's in, like, he, he lays down now on the stairs, like, it's in the name, okay? Raiders! Most of it's propaganda. You re- then stop naming yourselves that. Or stop raiding and rebelling so much. Alright. How do you deal with this situation?
0: I'll go down and I'll duct tape his hands behind his back.
1: Duct tape established as being in your mechanics, kit.
0: This is how a mechanic handles this problem.
1: Do give me a skullduggery check. Two purples.
0: Two successes, one advantage. Is Wilson okay? Aye. She's a little scratched up, but she'll be fine. Oh boy.
1: Look okay, at the end of this. You won't get away with this, you know.
0: We already have. Clock! <laughs> no.
1: Okay. Oh, then you duct tape his mouth. Yes. Okay, do you like drag him up to the
0: yeah, best to have them both where we can see them. And I can duct tape Lily's captive as well.
1: Yep, you got them both duct tape up, taken care of. Take their guns. Yep, you got all their weapons. Yeah. They don't have any walkie-talkies or anything.
0: I'll wrap up Wilson's arm.
1: Give me a medicine check. Easy.
0: Two successes, one advantage.
1: I think that's enough to heal, too. Yeah. Unless you have surgeon.
0: Oh, no, no, I have surgeon. Okay,
1: you're able to heal the whole thing. So it's still bandaged but she's actually just fine.
0: Yeah. I knew what I was doing when I took the shot. Yep. It was mostly nerve damage.
1: Yep. Just enough blood to be scary.
0: I wasn't doing it to be scary. I was doing it to stop her. Right. I thought you were going to say I was doing it to intimidate her. <laughs> Dan is painting a picture of like her blood spraying all over the room. That was not what my goal was.
1: There's <laughs> blood everywhere. Threatening people at gunpoint. Uh, yeah. After about 10 or 15 minutes, you got these two hold up. Uh, you get a call from Jimmy. Because like, it's it safe to go through. Have you, you secured compound? The comms, Tower I. Alright, then we can take out the command center. We are waiting on your signal. Weren't sure if we had to send somebody in there.
0: No messages will be going out unless we send them.
1: Sounds like a plan. Alright, we're gonna raid on it. Raiders roll! Uh, within like a minute, you see a whole bunch of raiders, guns blazing, take out the command center, rush in, and uh, they go in, they haul somebody out. Somebody you've never seen before. Right, because we've never met him. That's why you're like, don't worry about him. Uh, yeah. They pull him out, and there's submarines there. You can't, you don't have a super great line of sight on it. You can just see there's submarines. You don't know if one of them is Jimmy or not. They take this guy. They kind of, like, pistol whip him, throw him to the ground. One of them executes him. Uh Uh, there's some some a certain amount of revelry that takes place. Uh, you need to call less than a minute later. All right, taking the command center. We're in control. Are ya? Good job, everybody. The comms tower's secure? The comms tower secure, aye. Sounds good. I'll send some folks over, see if they can work out a longer-term plan. He calls out, like, Beta Point, you're all right? Yeah, Beta Point's good. Alpha Point, yeah, we're good. All right, let's clear out. Uh, and that's... They've, uh... Taking over Marsara City.
0: Yeah, I'll believe it when I see that. It's still the case a month from now. Well,
1: we'll see.
2: They adhere to the binder.
0: I gotta admit, standing here at this tower looking down, Imogen is reminded of the initial conversations she and Lily had about which side are we on and are there any actual good sides? I think the answer is still probably not.
1: Are there less bad sides?
0: I don't even know about that.
1: I mean, you don't know what atrocities this governor committed.
0: I don't, but I know that that wasn't a trial. And I know that raiders are going to leave this planet, and civilians are going to be stuck behind.
1: Tough business. What do
2: we do with these two?
0: no <laughs> You don't turn them over to anybody else until I know how they'll be treated.
1: Uh, after a little bit... There's, like, a knock down at the door downstairs. Or, I guess you get radioed. Uh, yeah, this is, a. Uh, Daphne and Cletus, uh Com'S secure, right, you said? Aye. And those are the people that Jimmy said he was sending over. Okay. Cool. Just wanted to make sure before we head down in. Don't want anybody getting any surprises.
0: Did Jimmy say why he was sending these people over?
1: They're gonna take over like the long term. Okay. Comstower, so they want to take a look right away. Okay. So that you two don't have to babysit it forever.
0: Alright, well then we can show them the binder and stuff.
1: Uh yeah. They come in, they're not in power armor, they don't look like combatants necessarily.
0: And I ask them how the raiders handle people from the other side like themselves.
1: Uh, well, like soldiers?
0: You just told me that these are non-combatant people coming in.
1: Yes. Oh, like themselves. Sorry.
0: Like comms officers?
1: Yeah. What do you mean, like, handle them? Well, they're certainly not going to be allowed to work.
0: And Imogen is, says, do you treat them like the mayor?
1: Treat them? Like what, like the mayor? I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Do you just cap them? Do you have anything any standards?
1: Any protocols? So, I think I'd like a cool check. That's fair. Uh, this sounds like an average or hard, potentially, for Imogen. This is a sore point for her. Or maybe average with a couple blacks.
0: Look, this is like Mira Han did. She, like, walked into the bar and shot a guy in the head. This is not appropriate behavior. Imogen is a modern leader. These people are not.
1: <laughs> These people are barbaric.
0: Oh, make a hard check. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I learned to say, Alex, I'm going back to Emoja. Screw you, rest <laughs> of the sector. All right, despite what it has sounded like, Imogen succeeds keeping her cool check with five successes, but two threats.
1: Yeah, narratively, like, you rant off for a little bit, and, like, you, you look back in, you realize these two people didn't seem to know anything about the execution. They're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm really sorry mayor did some bad things like I, I work in town maybe he got killed in a crossfire i don't know i'm here to make sure we can send comms out so the dominion doesn't come here and like i don't know firebomb the whole city so that's that's all i'm here to do are these the old comms officers
0: these are the two that were on duty okay
1: and that's the schedule schedule perfect that'll be really helpful thank you two so much I uh, really appreciate you coming and taking control of this. You know, that's action, not really my, my thing. But uh, keeping the Dominion out along, uh, stringing them along for a long time. I think these two might be useful.
0: The speaker implied that they were from Marsara. They just said that they worked in town.
1: Yes, they work in town.
0: So they will have the necessary like background information for sounding like somebody who lives here and knows what they're
1: talking about. Yes, they don't sound emoji, for example.
0: That's why I was using the teletype.
1: I realize that now. I didn't realize at the time. <laughs> I thought you were going to put on your finest Confederate accent. I wondered how you were going to handle that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm amazed I was able to use the keyboard. That's true.
1: I should have made you use the computers. Do a computers check.
0: <laughs> so are these people, new arrivals, expecting to take the former comms officers in hand? Or are we supposed to deliver them somewhere
1: or what? Yeah, they're, just leave the comms officers. They're pretty sure they can... Geek Patrol, if they have any trouble, they'll call Jimmy's folks. And the schedule doesn't change for another, like, six hours, so we got plenty of time to get some basics figured out here. We'll have to probably post a guard, some other stuff. Okay. And this is, like, the starport. I don't know how they're going to deal with new arrivals coming to town, but that's not my department.
0: You can always pull the quarantine card.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. There's always a risk that, like, is the minion going to send an infestation crew to deal with it? Marsara is not that big a deal, so probably not. But might be seen as an easy win for him. I don't know. That's, uh, maybe we just, we're just taking quarantine precautions, but we think it's under control. Maybe that's a good idea. Uh, thanks for the idea. We'll definitely keep that in mind. You two can get some rest. The new comms officers so take control. You are free to go if you want to interrogate Jimmy about this execution, or if you just want to be done with it.
0: I kind of do, but I'm not sure. Like. Given what's going on, if Imogen could get close enough to him, he's still leading the war, right?
1: They, they've taken over the, the city. Like, you get outside, and there's a certain amount of, like, revelry going on. Not like everyone is partying in the streets kind of revelry. Uh, but, like, over towards the command center and Joy Ray's bar, there's a lot of activity.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, as a living human being, am really tired and stuff like that. And I am sure that will come out as me sounding very short but I is not at all happy with what she saw. Okay. And everybody she has talked to related to this whole Raiders rebellion-y thing, no one has a plan like for what to do other than we hate Minsk.
1: I mean, we hate Minsk is such a good rallying cry.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know who else hates Minsk? Someone who has already proven themselves capable of taking over this whole sector.
1: So ally with that person?
0: No, I'm saying if you're not prepared If you create a gap that that person could exceedingly easily step into, you're responsible.
1: Let's be honest, she could have stepped into that if she felt like it.
0: And she may yet. That's true. Would that be so bad? I think so, because ravenous creatures that don't necessarily quite follow her control are still going to eat people.
1: I mean, that's almost the same as the Dominion, except for eating people. Ravenous creatures that are not really under your control.
2: Well, she was mad at us in particular, so...
0: She's less fan of this now, and if I have an opportunity to speak with her and, like, learn something about their perspective, like, I want to be fully informed about. I understand StarCraft is not built to be a political drama, but...
1: But that's okay.
0: This is like the fate of humanity in this sector. Well... And the Bastion of Hope is not Minsk
1: Uh, yeah. Well, we'll find out. So it sounds like you're going towards Joey Ray's bar... I am. Or do you want to see, like, the scene of the command center? Or, like, that's that's too much.
0: I don't need to walk through a war zone, right? Like, I understand soldiers shooting the soldiers. What I witnessed was not that.
1: It was definitely execution.
0: Yes. And somebody who doesn't have a plan for setting up a replacement government does not have the authority to execute people.
1: Lily, what are you up to? Well, you two are, like, heading down the stairs. I'm just assuming I'm following Imogen. Yeah.
0: Lily is hearing all of this because Imogen is like ranting about this like as we go down the staircase and as like as we walk through town. Lily's got an opportunity to say anything. If Lily wants to try to talk Imogen down, she can. If Lily wants to inform Imogen about the realities of war, that's fine too. Imogen is worked up and Imogen is ignorant.
2: It's true. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. There was an execution and we don't know what happened. But Lily, you know, Lily's just going to stick by her side because there may be trouble. (laughs) (laughs) that's true talking people down isn't her strong suit so she's just gonna let her
1: blow off her steam and and sometimes you just gotta let people get out of their system
2: yeah i mean we're headed towards the bar so yeah that's that's
1: the perfect place to go it's a good first step so we'll just see how
2: it plays (laughs) out
0: (laughs) you've been listening to fraud investigators set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at Purple-Planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.